welcome back to Tales from the Social Club podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jamie, and I'm joined by Aaron, another host. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. How are we doing? Yeah, I'm not bad, thanks. So it's our first sort of introductory episode, uh, the relaunch and the sort of change of format for, for the podcast that I was doing before, where I was just kind of reviewing beer and talking to myself, really. So... I thought it would be much easier and a better listen if there was somebody to join in and have conversation with. And uh, Tales from the Social Club kind of became an idea that sort of gathered pace from there, from us sat in our local social club, talking about the stories and the funny drunken tales that have happened to us over the years. So I thought, why not actually put that in a podcast format and we can discuss them in an episode or in you know, an episode each and get a bit more story around it and everything like that. So yeah, Aaron's joining in for the ride on that. He's now a co-host, not just a guest. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm happy to be happy to be here. Um, and like you say, uh, any excuse to, to tell the tales that I so enjoy telling to people. And have a beer while we do it. And have a beer while I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, because why not? <laughs> so what are you drinking? this evening so i am just as you can hear that i hope that came through um i'm on a beer called may contain brambles which is a porter by fierce um so i guess we'll, we'll probably get into it a little bit more but we've had the you, you signed up for it first but then you got me onto it as well the subscription boxes called yeah. from a company called bruiser um so this was in my uh, my first box because I picked Fierce as for the first uh, brewery to have the box from, um, and it's a well. What does it describe it as? Doesn't brilliant. Um, so it's a beautifully rich and sharp porter, complemented by balanced fruitiness from a seriously generous late edition of Brambles. So it's very sort of uh, Backbury esque, sort of the label and everything. Interesting. But to try that now. What's the ABV on that um, one? It is... Oh, five. So it's 5%. Oh, that's not bad, is not, it? Not too strong. Um, but, How... I mean, probably about as weak as these ones get, really. How was your fierce box? Was it good? I was very impressed with it. Um, there's a, a good sort of range of um, styles and stuff in there. So... Uh, the thing is, like, um, a, friend, a friend of ours is quite into his sour beers, but also I quite like a sour beer as well. Yeah. And they seem to be the only ones that um, Shell, my wife, will drink as well. Okay. So whenever I get a sour beer, in, she's like, oh, you got to have that one when I'm here because like I want to have a taste as well. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And there right. was a, a really quite a nice one in there, which I am completely drawing a blank on what the name was right now. So let me see if I can find that had like a dragon on the cover and um it was called blood of nidhogger interesting a, yeah it was very interesting it's like um sort of sour it was a black ale as well so it was very dark yeah um sort of a bit sort of black currenty again kind of quite tart more than sour that was that was quite an interesting one i, I really like that um, and they also had a cherry cola sour as well in the box, which I was a big fan of. 
So, but like, there was also, like I say, you've got, so I've got this one, uh, which is a porter, um, which I'll try it now. Go on then. Not overly fruity, um, which you do get sometimes with like stouts and stuff, but there is that fruitiness to it. Um, very nice. It's got that sort of porteriness that you can just kind of, so I always think of porters as being like far more drinkable versions of stout as well, particularly. Okay, yeah. So it is kind of like that. Um, but yeah, that's quite nice. That's It's a shame it sat in my fridge for so long because that is it's quite good, that one is. Nice one. I um, My bruiser box didn't arrive on time. I thought it might arrive early this week and it would be in time for the podcast. So unfortunately, that's not happened. And so I paused my subscription for June because we were going on holiday. Um and I had a black IPA while I was away, actually, at one of the pubs there from Harbour Brewery in Tembe. Quite interesting. Yep. Um, quite a nice little change of pace for the palate. So, yeah, I forgot about my bruiser box. I was going to actually pause it again uh, and just give myself another couple of months. We've had a couple of unforeseen things that have happened recently that have cost money, and I just thought I could do with that 30 quid in my pocket rather than spent on beer but uh anyway i forgot and i got an email <laughs> i got an email to say your mystery box is on its way and so not only have i forgot to pause it i have forgot to fill out the because you could with bruiser you can choose the brewery that you want it from or you can leave it blank and then they'll send you a mystery one uh so i'd done for like two three months up until june and then i'd, I'd not picked anything because i paused it so I've got a mystery box on the way from somewhere, from someone, and I don't know what it's going to be. It's kind of exciting, but also... Yeah, it is a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that let's not talk about the beer I haven't got. <laughs> let's talk about the beer I have got. And these have both got a little story uh, that all links into me and Aaron and the podcast and the social club element of, of this whole thing. Um, so we've got Hobgoblin's IPA. Now, this is the 5.3 percent version and i've actually discovered this afternoon just looking back on a couple of pictures the hobgoblin uh, ipa that's in the club now that they've recently put on isn't this one oh what they've got on is the session ipa which is actually 3.4 percent i think uh well that explains a lot it does it does because it's a cheap pint isn't it and uh you're getting a cheap pint because you're being shortchanged on the ABV. Yeah, you're throwing them back as well, and you're like... Mind you, we didn't do bad last time we went. No, well, we never do. That's kind of why we've got the podcast, I think. That's the point, yeah. Um, so previous to the session IPA from Hobgoblin, um, they used to do 61 Deep Pale Ale. Uh, the Marston's won 4.1%. Um, but they changed it recently. They said to you a while ago that they were stopping doing the 61 deep and then they kept doing it for ages. And then all of a so, sudden we went in yeah. once and it was gone. So, yeah. So, um, I guess if, if we're going to get into the tales from the social club, I'll bring up the first tale from the social club, um, <laughs> was that we were in there, uh, we were watching the, the, it was the world cup. The world cup was on. Yeah. So we were watching one of the England games and then rather than being sensible adults and going home when the game was done, we decided to stay in there, didn't we? Carry on. Yeah. Um, and I got got talking to the uh, 
the the fellow basically is in charge as such and he was saying that um that the brewery for whatever reason it, it decided to change their mind and that they were changing it over from from the 61 deep to a an other um sort of ipa type pale ale type something that isn't lager basically um and it was all kind of that was it then that was sort of so that was uh, late November, December time, and we kind of we kind of assumed that oh yeah it'll be sort of next year is what he'd said. So I kind of assumed oh well come January then it'll be it'll be gone and there'll be something else out. And, and then you know the next few times you go in, there was still sixty one deep was in there, sixty one deep was still in there, and we're like oh okay well whatever. And then we had recently we've been on a walk, haven't we? In the day we've done a bit of hiking and stuff. Yes, and that was it. We, we came back and uh, walk in and go, yep, yeah, okay, I'll have a, I'll have a sixty-one deep, and the the woman behind the bar was like, no, you won't. <laughs> oh, okay, it's finally Fine. gone. What what have we got then? Um, and then, and then I think it had been a couple of months as well that I hadn't been in, so it was a case of, oh, I hope it hasn't been like this for ages, and I've just not been in here. Be like a right divvy now. Yeah, it makes yeah. you yeah yeah because um, we're kind of like they kind of recognise our faces i think now by this point yeah um, quite often might get us confused and mixed up with each other um yeah but we're not like the uh not like the local that walks in and knows everyone first name basis and is just one of them people um i feel like i guess, it's, I guess it's part of the we're kind of growing into it like social clubs yeah yeah but, part of the thing with social clubs really i guess is that the regulars are very regular yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell that from whenever we walk in there and it's pretty much the same faces that are in there kind of thing. So you, you can't be a coincidence. They're, yeah. they're just in here quite a lot. So uh, we're, we're not that level. No, no, we're not. Fortunately, I suppose. No. I think we're maybe working our way up. But I mean, it's, it's it, they've been doing it for years. Yeah, we've got a lot of ground to make up, haven't we, I suppose? Yeah, we'll, we'll work our way there. We'll get there. And, you know, aspirations for the podcast maybe one day. We record in there while we're drinking one of these uh, legendary beers. I can only imagine what would happen if we turned up with a bunch of recording equipment in there. That's why I haven't broached the subject, because I feel like it'd be one of them places where they're like, you want to do what? <laughs> What's one of them? Um, quite possibly. But, um, but yeah. I've got it, in, uh, got it in my motorhead glass. Very nice. Mm. I've, I'm currently drinking out of a old speckled hen glass that came with a gift set, I reckon. So the other thing about the the switch to the Hobgoblin is they've got like new, they've got new pint glasses, haven't they? Hobgoblin, like we've launched this, I can't remember what they call it, Goblet, Hobgoblet or something like that. Uh, they've, they've got a, a silly name for it. Um, but it's a really interesting glass because it's quite wide at the top, a bit like a vase. And then it's got like a real sort of harsh indent, hasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, like the the bottom quarter and then flares out again and it, it looks odd when they serve it to you but it's quite it's quite nice to hold in your hand you kind of fit fit your hand in the grooves of it it's quite comfortable um it's just an interesting take on a pint glass not just a flat-sided like i'm drinking out of now it's um it's interesting yeah, definitely it's um it is interesting like i said because it is quite like, like you mentioned quite wide as well so it's it's shorter than like yeah. what you'd expect normally for a pint glass. Yeah. So like a wide, short element going on there, maybe, I don't know, maybe that like designed to make you drink it 
quicker because you feel like you get I don't I don't know there's probably some kind of psychology done in that but um I I quite liked it as well I thought it was an interesting because then we were asked for our opinions on the glass in there as well weren't we I feel like when we were asked for the opinion on the glass um I feel like she's maybe had a few people <clears throat> say what the hell is that <laughs> Yeah, and that they yeah. don't like. They it don't felt like, like that it as well when she asked. It's yeah. not. It's not traditional. We don't like it. Um, <laughs> I felt like that was why she was asking about. I, I like it, and I can. I can see myself liberating a few if I'm all. If I'm honest. <laughs> well, I definitely will never be able to record in there if you're carrying on like this. No, it's to be expected nowadays, isn't it? Do you reckon that same with? Well, I feel. I feel a lot better about it now. I know it's like three and a half percent or whatever. I, I I kind of felt a little bit hard done by that, but then I suppose because I was thinking like three pound a what was it three thirty a pint, mm-hmm. and I was think I thought I was drinking this. I thought that's a really good deal. Yeah, but when you realise it's three point five and actually it's less than the four point one that the sixty one deep was, for probably the same price, isn't it? Or was that three sixty? I can't remember off the top of my head. It was rough, I can't now. sort of ballparky, sort of it's, similar it, figure. It's almost like it's almost back to the days when the prices didn't really matter because it was cheap. Yeah, um, you know when you go out now, if you order something and it's five, six, six pound plus, you remember it because you're like, bloody hell, that was expensive. Yeah, because you're going to be paying. You know, funnily enough, you go on about like a pint of. Three point something, you're going to be paying three pound odd. Which, to be fair, when you think about it, you're going to be paying like for a pint of six percent. You're probably paying seven or eight quid. So it's yeah. it's you know swings and roundabouts really, I guess. Yeah. So with the sixty one deep, um, I've always obviously known that as a as a Marston's beer. Um, yeah. You know, it quite clearly says Marston's on the front. Um, when the Hobgoblin came in, I thought that's not Marston's, is it? Surely. So I had a look today, and apparently, yes, it is. Oh, okay. Um, Marston's bought out um, Whitewood Brewery back in 2008, I think. Wow, okay. So it's been like that for a while. It's been then. a while, yeah. No, I didn't think it was. And and they don't overly advertise it, obviously. They've still got Whitewood Brewery on there and everything. But since since that, their Marston's have been bought out by Carlsberg as well. Uh, oh, par- right, okay. Par- it's like a 60-40 uh, Carlsberg-Marston partnership or whatever they call themselves but i mean as a as a small sort of social club you're not going to get away from you're not going to get away from that big brewery thing are you it's so they their kind of choice i would say is quite limited um but other stuff they've got on in there they've got san miguel is the lager i think they've got worthington's haven't they and bodies yes i think so um have they got one yeah i think they have got both i think i think they've got carlin in there as well which isn't marston's is it no but i I wonder if there's like a lot of the lagers and stuff um so you've got like cores in there etc um i wonder if they're just kind of done on license because obviously a lot of pubs will have multiple different you know two or three different lagers or something they're all going to be from their own massive macro brewery and such so i do i any publican will probably could probably tell us where we're going wrong here, but um, I assume that a lot of them are just bought in on license kind of thing, and you just get so much of it. You, they must have, they must have. You would think, wouldn't you? 
sorry, I was going to say, it's interesting you mentioned about um, it being bought out by Marston's, though, because I'm just trying to think back to pub I used to drink in 10, 15 years ago or something like that now. But I always remember they had, like, pedigree, and they'd also have, occasionally they'd have Hobgoblin on as well. And that, then obviously that tracks, because obviously it's both Marston's now. Yeah, when you when you go into like a lot of Molson Coors type pubs, they've always got your Carl and your Madry, your, your quite clearly um, Molson Coors beers. Mm-hmm. Where you know with the social club, the I suppose Boddingtons and Wavingtons are Marston's now, or they've probably been bought out, haven't they, over the years? So that tracks. But it's uh, it's just the Carlin thing that that threw me because I was in there last weekend, just nipped in for a quick one just to. Just to meet with somebody, see a man about a dock <laughs> <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> Makes it sound way more shady than what it actually yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's kind of a little bit of information about our local social club. And it is very much a local social club, isn't it? It's about what what era would you say it's stuck in? Ooh, um feel like... Possibly the 19... I want to say the 1970s. That's where I'll land. Yeah. The layout. it's very much like... style. The, yeah. It's not quite a full-on, but it has got, like, the two very separated rooms. Um, so, like, the, the bar area and then, like, a function room type thing, which I guess was a bit more... Obviously, you haven't got, like, snug bar, or lounge, you know, all that kind of thing of the old pubs. But yeah. it, it's very stuck in that with its separated areas like that. And it's also got like, you know, specialised events for like a, a ladies' night and a men's night and a, you know, that kind of thing. Always got a tribute act on or something like that Yeah, within the next four weeks, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. But um, obviously there's still a need for it. People, people still enjoy going there, so. People still take them up on it. It's like, you know, it is one of them heart of the community type places. I mean, they do a lot of, um, I think once a month they do a family night. So I think it's from like, I think it's usually on a Friday and it's from four or half four up until about seven, half seven. And so you can, you know, all the families go down with the kids and they do, they'll have somebody on doing uh, musical chairs with the kids in the function room while all the parents are kind of sat around the outside having a beer and whatever. And then they'll all go home for the, the chippy on the way home or whatever, order the Chinese and meet it at home type of thing on a Friday night. So that once a month is quite nice. Um, they do a lot of kids parties and stuff in there. They're just quite multifunctional really. But that's, that's a good point. Cause obviously you've got upstairs as well, which we've never ventured into, but they have got their pool tables and everything like that on there. Yeah. They've, they've got, got a the- big, Brown green bowls out the back. Yes. So it does cater to various different people in that, that way as well. Yeah. And and we live in a little sort of I'd say rural. It's not quite it's not quite rural anymore, is it? But a little village outside of a big town. Um, yeah. And it's still kind of holding on to that th- what it used to be, isn't it? But you know, in a modern world. Um, yeah, very much so. Plus, uh, for me, decently priced. Beer yeah. keeps quite well. Yeah, it's a good pie. I mean, whether you would, you know, given the choice out of any beer in the world and whatever they're serving, whether you would choose that is a different matter. But when you actually get it, it's a nice beer. It's a nice pint. Exactly. And it doesn't cost that much. So, <laughs> okay. So that's a little sort of insight into where this podcast kind of comes from, um, the idea. 
Um, and we have got plans to bring to you a lot more of our little stories, the things that have happened to us, the funny things that were said once, the, the experiences we've had in different pubs and clubs, different countries, stag do's, all of that kind of mix. What we're going to do, though, is we're going to we're going to do like a story per episode, um, potentially, and then talk around it with some beer chat as we've just done, some beer news and bits and bobs like that. So we've got some nice, neat episodes. Um, we don't want to blow a load on the first one and have nothing else to oh, talk yeah. about. Um, so uh, I suppose for for a bit of an origin story of where sort of me and you meeting, drinking, all of that comes about. Um, we could do a, a little origin story of that. So then we've got the social club aspect. We've got where we met and how we know each other. And then that's kind of our first episode done and dusted, isn't it? So without going way back to drinking cans of tenant super in the park, we'll fast forward a little bit from there. Yeah. Um, Best dad. And we'll go for sort of your, the, the old tradition, which was, um, for Aaron's birthday every year, it would be that we would be going to the curry house for a curry, lots of beers around it. And that was kind of how sort of, that was like when we were 17, 18, wasn't it? So that's kind of how we got into pubs and kind of carried on from there, maybe. Yeah, I feel like it, it probably was because, I mean, particularly for me, I don't feel like, uh, people, it might be different for other people, I guess, but particularly when we were coming, like, turning eight, 17, 18, like, underage drinking in pubs wasn't really a thing. No, like, you were pubs very, were very lucky. Kind of, pubs were always kind of pretty hot on the, the whole ID and stuff like that if you looked a bit young, so, yeah. which they might still be. I haven't looked young for a very long time now, so, <laughs> so, uh, it's, but yeah, it was. It must have been like, like you say, sort of eighteen, nineteen, getting on that point, and it kind of became a bit of an annual tradition for a while. That and then go out on the piss afterwards, which, like, you think about it, makes sense because you're lying in your stomach. It's, you know, it's. I couldn't have done it now if I have a curry now. I'm probably that's me done for the evening. I was just thinking that exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, a little, little, little aside actually on one of my a birthday I had recently. Um, the, the wife was like, okay, well, it's your birthday. We'll do what you want. And I was like, cool, we'll go out for a curry and then go out for a couple of drinks afterwards, like in, in the Nantwich, the nearby town. So I went out for the curry and then we went out for one drink and I sat there afterwards like, I just, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. done. I'm just old now. I can't do it. I used to do this every year. But yeah, so so yeah, going back, we, we'd, we'd go out, we'd have the curry. And then at the end of the road from where we used to go for the curry was a pub. It's a great, great little pub. We were in there again recently. And from there, he kind of moved on, and there was two or three. And it would always end up in the Weatherspoons. Oh, yeah, yeah. For better yeah. or for worse, it always ended up in the weather, which isn't there anymore. It stayed open late, and it was cheap, but it's no longer there. That was it, yeah. It was It was basically it was the one that would stay open the longest. So that was where where it would always end up. But, yeah, that was that was always the, the format, the, the tradition, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, and and like you've just said, I couldn't I couldn't eat a huge meal like that now and drink on top of it, not beers or lagers or anything, ales, anything really. Um, but but thinking back, we used to um, we'd have maybe two or three while we were 
meeting up while we were waiting for the food or ordering. You'd have one with your meal and then, you know, by that point, you've four or five beers deep. You've eaten a big meal and then you're off into the local pub that serves all manner of ales. Um, And and we we would all usually drink Erdinger. And that's a huge beer, isn't it? Came back quite a few Erdingers in there as well, which is quite a strong, quite a full, you know, wheaty, full pint. It's yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. We did it. Thinking back, you'd feel okay about it. Maybe till the next morning, but you'd feel okay doing it. Um, and we weren't big people, uh, you know, at the time. Um, I'm much got much more of a belly on me now than I've ever had when I was 18. And uh, I don't know where we put it and how we metabolized it all. Because <laughs> um, cause it was always a thing that, you know, young and stupid, it's always a thing that you're going to have a hot curry as well, isn't it? It was always a Madras gel frazy. Some people were having the vindaloos and then you'd have a, you know, skim full of beers on top of it. It was heavy going. Absolutely wild. I don't, I, none of those things I could do now. I've grown old and very soft because I can't eat spicy food anymore because it does some real damage to me and it's not worth it anymore. Um, wakes me up far too early and I am very dodgy when I drink uh, wheat beers as well. So I couldn't do any of that now. Do you think, seeing as I'm in a quite a similar position to you with regards to the yeah, spice, yeah. we won't get into too much information. Don't worry. Listeners. <laughs> but, um, do you think that, I don't know, sometimes I think, did we go a little bit too hard, too fast? What, maybe damage ourselves? Yeah, possibly. We've brought this on ourselves. This is our... I used to really love spicy food. And, uh, you know, it did it did affect me in the way that it does, uh, most people. Um, But now can't entertain it at all. Yeah, I'm the same. So maybe, maybe we did something. Uh, maybe it's just as something that's progressed with age and uh, we no longer can tolerate it. Um, or, yeah, or we're just getting old. Maybe that's it. It's just getting soft, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the curry house we used to go was, was directly behind um, sort of where we all kind of grew up. Yeah. And uh, it was called Bollywood Masala, wasn't it? Was that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's not that it's not there anymore. It's a block of flats, um, which is a shame because yeah. we've got memories in there, haven't we? Yeah. Well, it used to be always it, so. It used to be a hotel before that, and it was like the the how did it function room or something of a hotel? I think. Mm. I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember now. This is going back a few years, but yeah, I'm sure it used to be that because then there's a there was like a taller building that was attached to it that was like never used for anything. Well, well, it was the Indian, but now obviously it's like, I think it's all like, I think they're even residential flats or something like that, aren't they now? Yeah, so. they are, yeah. And it, you know, they knew us. They knew, the, you know, that time of year we were going to be back again because we did it for <laughs> yeah. quite a few years in a row. They knew us, they treated us well. It was, it was a nice place. Um, there was one other place we used to go when we were slightly younger and they were a bit more lax in terms of letting us in and serving us, in fact. Until, uh, oh, yeah until other people caught wind of it and uh, started exploiting it. And then it became a bit too much. They couldn't manage it, control it. And it was too much for them. So they kind of spoiled the party for us, didn't they? Yes, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Again, another Indian, I think. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 
and that's actually changed hands. That's another Indian now, so it's it's somebody else in charge of that. But um, that's quite a nice Indian. We have delivered from there every now and again. Hmm. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, kids like Indian, so we get to do it all together. It's nice. Um, has that been brought up? Has that been brought up when you? Oh, I used to go here when I was sixteen because they used to let me go on the piss every time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> typical dad thing, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like what I would do now if I was planned, like going out for my birthday or something, if I was going out for a curry, I'd say book the meal for slightly later than we would normally eat. Then I'd go and have a few beers before we went for the meal, get the few yeah. beers in early, eat, and then I'm ready for home. I can't, I can't do the, the, the drinks after the meal type of thing. So, no, um, yeah. Um, anyone who's listening who thinks we're really old, um, and sound really sad, your day will come. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen to you too. <laughs> and anyone who's sat there laughing at us saying this, then yeah, you you already know you've done it. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Um, so yeah, on, on, on one of the nights, and I can't recall exactly which night it was in terms of where we went uh, pub-wise, but we'd we'd been out, we'd had the curry, we'd gone to the pub at the end of the road. We'd gone into the town, which is just over the bridge, um, and sampled a few beers from elsewhere. A lot of beer was drank. We'd had yeah, enough. Yeah. We'd, had, we'd had a lot. Actually, I think a lot culminates in that one night, to be honest. Um, Possibly. So I'll kind of run through a version of events that are hazy in my mind. Um, okay. I'll, I'll let you go, and then I'll see if I've got any any notes. So we've done the curry, we've done the pubs. Um, yeah. Potentially we've finished in the Weatherspoons, but not as late as we would normally because your parents were away. So you had a free house. It was like, oh, you can come back to mine. We'll have another drink, and whoever wants to stay can stay. I think this is how it happened. Um, so that happens. Uh, yeah. we, all got, we all end up back at your house. We didn't watch Scarface on this occasion. Uh, and if you listen to Aaron's, Aaron's podcast that I'm on, then you'll get that in joke. Um, you may as well just join in. We, you know, Listen to all our podcasts all together. You may as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're here now. A couple of beers were had. Um, I was on the phone to my now wife because she was over in America and she'd gone over for a friend's wedding. And she was due to come back. No, she was on her way back. She was she'd landed at Heathrow during the evening we'd been out. But um she was waiting for a connecting flight from Heathrow up to Manchester and it was a, a bit of a delay and she was there for a few hours and I was upstairs, I think in your bedroom, on the phone to her, while you lot were downstairs doing whatever, playing guitar hero, listening to music, watching Scarface, whatever. Um and uh, I was like you can't get you can't get back. Do you want me to just come and drive down and get you? Like completely pissed out of my head and <laughs> <laughs> trying to show off and help out this girlfriend and <laughs> all standard, that, yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, that phone call ends. I come down. There's a bit of a commotion when I come down the stairs, and one of our group had been sick. I think in the house. And immediately ran out the back door and through the back gate. And nobody knew where he'd gone. Yeah, Do you remember that? 
I, yeah, I, I completely forgotten until you just said it then, and I've, it's all come flooding back to me. Yeah, I'm like yeah. everyone was like stood there, like, well, I don't know where he's gone. He just ran out the back gate, and we don't know where he is. So a couple of people are trying to like clean up the sick because, like, if anything like that happens at a house that is not yours, but you've been invited back and you're potentially gaining something out of it because, like, we've got somewhere to stay that's free and we don't have to walk home in the cold. So we're going to clean up someone else's sick, but just as like payback for letting us stay. So some people were doing that. You were a bit like caught in the headlights and a bit like, I don't know whether to be really pissed off that someone's thrown up in my house, uh, whether I should be cleaning it, whether I should be trying to find my friend who disappeared or where I should, what I should be doing. And then like the dust kind of settles a bit. The sick's been cleaned up. Um, we still don't know where he's gone. We're all kind of stood in the kitchen, cracked another beer just to like contemplate what's gone on as if we needed any more. Um, And then he just walked back in through the kitchen and he'd been like hiding behind the gate as we were all walking past to go and look out. So is that your memory? Okay. So my, my memory of that that bit is um, he'd thrown up kind of on himself, but he was like on the end of the sofa and it had gone down the side of the sofa. The worst. Yeah. And I've got kids that have done that. It was this this leather <laughs> this leather sofa. And I remember like we we between the lot of us, I think we did a fairly good job of cleaning it up. Yeah. In the end. But the smell just and I couldn't figure out if it was just because I knew it had stunk and it was lingering, just or like, if it did still smell. Just like filled and, the room. Yeah. And I it for ages and I was like, I'm gonna get killed. By my parents, they're gonna go fuming, and uh, I think we, I think I, I think I have owned up to it since. Maybe if not, um, they listen to this. It's about three sofas ago. You're fine. Yeah, um, it was a long time ago. Yeah, so um, so I do remember that, and I remember, like, say, he just went off like like a rocket out the back, and kind of the back leads onto like a, an alley kind of thing. And then it was obviously pitch black and, and people had gone out then looking for him out the back. And kind of, he was like two or three houses down, but like sitting there in a, like a garage way almost. Right. People obviously not seeing him. He was in no fit state to be making himself known. So yeah. People are just wandering straight past him, like going like much bigger search radius than there would have ever been needed. Um, yeah, and then just and like said, including um, a friend who we don't speak to anymore, various reasons fell out with him, but but yeah, he might crawl, crop up in some stories anyway from a time because he was a bit of a character. Um, but he'd gone out look, looking for him and decided not to bother putting his shoes on, right? So just gone out looking for him in his socks and like. It's England, so obviously by the time he got back in, they were piss wet through and muddy and everything. I was like, like, don't worry about them. I'll look after them. Give them me. I'll put them in the wash and everything. And he went home without his socks. Fun fact, still got them socks. Do you, do you wear them? <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. yeah. They're in my rotation. Yeah, they've got holes in now because they're pretty fucking ancient. But yeah, yeah they're, I've still got them like, socks. How many years old are they now? They're over ten, over. 10 years Can't old. Be over 10 years old, yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. The the friend that we're 
talking about as well who threw up and stuff. He doesn't throw up quite as much anymore, but he's not got much better. He still tends to disappear or run off. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that, yeah. If you're listening, you know. Yeah. Oob. Definitely. Oob is here. <laughs> yeah. That's another story. So, yeah, that was that was about the, my recollection of that sequence of events up until that point anyway. Yeah. So, the calm, it's calm, dust settles. Everyone's back in the house. We all realise it's getting late. We've had enough to drink. It's going to be time for bedtime. Now, I'd already sort of like checked in and cleared with you that I was going to be staying, I think. And I yeah, think, was it, right, yeah. was it a situation that because your parents were away and your sister was away, someone could use your sister's room, I think, but um, nobody could use your parents' room, something like that. Sounds about right. So someone had that bed. Everyone else was downstairs. I kind of bagsied your floor. I think it was. It was dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was dark. I don't know why when you've had a drink, even when you're in an empty house, because we didn't, we weren't like, we weren't married, didn't have kids. There's no reason to be sneaking around in a dark house, trying not to disturb anyone, because there was no one there to disturb apart from us being idiots. Um, So we were in your room in the dark. You get on the bed. I'm like, great. I'll sleep here, but I've got nothing to sleep on or under. Have you got a blanket? And you went, yeah, here's a blanket. And threw yeah, so some, something rolled up that was felt like a blanket when I caught it. That was that was it, yeah. So my uh, recollection of that bit was that <laughs> was that um, I'd gone, oh, uh, yeah, two seconds. And went, again, for some reason, because sneaking around in a pitch black house, even though no real reason to but yeah went into the this cupboard where i thought the blankets were going to be and just just pulled out this this thing. yeah that feels like a blanket okay grab that chucked it to you and threw it over yourself or whatever and that's like out like a light because i'd been drinking plenty so yeah yeah i was so fine <laughs> so i lay down kind of throw this over me and sort of like semi kind of asleep, knocked out, passed out, whatever. And a bit like, wake up, remember feeling a bit chilly. Like, something's not working here with this blanket. I can't, it keeps falling down. I can't get it on me. I'm trying to figure out how to, why this blanket won't fit me. Yeah. And it, does, it doesn't fit on me because it's not a blanket. No, it turns out it wasn't, no. It's a pair of jeans. Old pair of jeans. So I've got like the the waist bit over my shoulder, like as I lay down, <laughs> and that feels like it's a blanket, nice and snug. Yeah. But then the legs are just like missing the whole of my body, and I'm freezing from like the nipple down, and I'm like can't figure out why this blanket won't fit. It's not yeah. a blanket; it's a pair of jeans. That's, that'd be why. Yeah. And and we must have been eighteen, I think, at that time, maybe seventeen, Possibly, almost eighteen. Um... Do you think? Maybe a little bit older. Well, for my 19th, we went to Newcastle on the Lime. We'd never been there before. Oh, geez, was that that? Was We've that never that been there since. So, yeah, yeah that no, was my with, 19th. With good reason. Yeah. Um, or was that my 20th? It's going to be around then. It did, so. I feel like it was my 19th. So I mean, this was early, early. Yeah, I guess so, right? 
So, yeah, it probably would have been 18, 19 then. Yeah. And me and Aaron go way, way back to school, and we've got lots of yeah. stupid stories we won't bore you with. Um, because most of well, the we story- might. Well, well, if we get stuck, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But most of the stories we're going to tell you are quite silly. So um, going back even further would be even worse, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. But as an origin story, that is where our kind of friendship and drinking history comes about. That's where we talk about the club. That's where the name comes from, and the kind of the aspect to some of the stories you're going to hear are from them type of places them traditional pubs clubs drinking places you you hear and you witness lots of different things some of it is we won't repeat um but the other funny stories we will um and we'll do our best not to drop anyone in it uh they're not that bad they're just funny i think yeah i was gonna say we've never been we've never been that bad no 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 i don't think no i don't think so um so yeah that's that's an origin story and that's a pilot episode really pretty much yeah that that about covers it i think yeah so um to kind of um bring us back around and kind of finish off have we got any um sort of beer news that we can round up on sort of maybe like a june beer news this week beer news and then we'll kind of get better at this segment as we go along maybe did you find anything um so i i couldn't particularly find anything. I found one thing that I thought was beer news because I hadn't heard about it, but then it turns out it happened like months ago. And it's just I hadn't been on top of it. Um, so I don't know if you've ever seen a Wild Beer. Yes, I have, yeah. Company. I know they, uh, they've, got, they've got about quite a bit anyway. Um, Didn't they do the billionaire shortbread beer thing? Yes. That's, I think that's the one that they're like kind of famous for. It's like yeah. the uh millionaire shortbread type thing which basically just it kind of tastes like twix in a can kind of thing really yeah because that's that, what millionaire that... shortbread is yeah that was it yeah that's find me on doing. twitter people but that's what it is it's just a posh twix um so yeah they did that beer um but apparently they were like they had some kind of kickstarter that involved a shit ton of money getting involved for like a new facility that never got built oh, right. um and then I think it, I think it was like nearly two million pound of like wow. crowdfunding that they did, um, and effectively they were just going into administration, going under, and a brewery called Curious Brewery bought them out. Oh, I think okay. possibly about six months ago now, so it's not news to beer people as such. But um, it was an I, interesting one because Wild Beer is one that I've seen. I've had quite a few. Curious was not one I was familiar with, so. No, I'd, I'd, I knew, I'd, I'd read the wild beer bit, um, but I'm not that aware of Curious, and I didn't know that they'd bought them out. So um, is okay, that the, so it the, is, that it the is at least now? news to you. So. Yeah, 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 that's good. I think, like, so I think it was sort of January time when it happened, maybe. Um, Interesting, right. And yeah, like Curious Brew, I, I, they're not from anywhere around us which no. possibly could be a reason why we haven't seen them around so much. But, um, well, but yeah, interesting. interesting one. Interesting. Yeah. So so potentially um, Wild are going to be able to keep 
you know, keep the beer alive, keep trading maybe, um, or whether Curious just completely take over their site and use that. I, d- I don't know the situation, but... I think, I, uh, I'm not too sure to quote me on this, but I think the plan was to keep the Wild Beer brand going. Okay. Possibly because, again, it's like a little bit more nationwide than... Yeah, because uh, I can't remember where I've had Wild Beer. You know, I think I've got it for Christmas one year. Somebody's bought something, you know, like the little bottle selection things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I can only imagine have been in a supermarket. So, like you say, they're a bit more nationwide. I, I think there's that. And they've also done, um, I can't remember which one, but one of these like online beer sellers that do like, you did like a box of just the wild beer ones, which would be, yeah. they had like, orange blue green cans with a very right. solid wraparound and one of them was like yuzu or something like that i want to say ah, okay um okay. that you that may have seen that as well interesting the, the, he's done the rounds kind of thing you know what i mean yeah yeah i wondered whether it was a situation where curious had started to get bigger outgrow their current site they saw an opportunity move into a bigger site type of thing or whether they'd kind of brought them on board keep them alive type of thing so um, feels like it's yeah. more the latter but I, I could be proved wrong on that yeah well um it's still news still news unfortunately um beer closures are going to feature in this beer news I, f- I feel like which i don't want to highlight but i mean yeah it is beer news uh did you find yeah. anything else or was that your lot that was the only one i particularly found i'd got some more sort of local well i'd got one sort of nationwide one and then a couple of local ones. So the local ones um, to us in the crew area um, was a couple of pub closures. So um, Craft Beer Oasis, which is part of that crew trail that's been around on social media. Um, you know, we've had some, we're quite fortunate, really. We've got some good craft beer drinking places on that trail. Um, and Craft Beer Oasis announced last week that they were closing unfortunately, um, on their Facebook page. And then uh, the Brunswick pub that we actually walked past on Saturday, uh, that announced today that it was closing. Yes, I did see that. Um, that was a, that was more of a traditional type pub. That was, a, I think it was a Joseph Holt at, at that point. Um, I believe so, yeah. But yeah, that was kind of a pub that was big back in the 90s, maybe. Um, you know, lots of, stories that your parents probably tell you about when when town was busy and since then it's struggled and had various you know ownership issues and changes and stuff like that so uh but yeah they've announced that they they can't afford to keep going basically yeah um i, I, I saw, I saw both of these because we were planning on going into craft beer oasis on the saturday before we saw it, it closed down yeah. um and then i've seen on on sort of your social media and stuff that a lot of people were were saying, oh, I didn't didn't even know it was open. So I feel like that was always the problem with that place. That perhaps the branding yeah. advertising bit was was not where they were the strongest. But it was always good beer, kept well, loads of choice in there. Yeah, that was the thing. The guy knew his stuff. It was just just missing that one little the one key factor being regular customers, I guess. Nobody knew but, where um, you were and when you were open. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then on the Brunswick, um, I mean, I, I I went into their 
end of last summer, sort of tail end of a Saturday night, and it's not it's not the place for me on a tail end of a Saturday night. I'll be honest, no. but um, it, it feels like it's been a place that's been surviving basically on um, your football crowd because it's not too far away from local football team yeah. for Alexandra um, from where they play, so probably get a few people in there on Saturday for and after kickoff. And then also the only other times I've been in there is usually when there's going to have been like a local band on. There was yeah. have like a little area in there, which it never felt ideally set up for. No. Like something they tried to do. And sight lines were terrible, basically. So you could yeah. see it from the front door and that was about it. So then you were either in the way or you couldn't see, and it was just not the best, but you know, they, they made an effort at least on that regard. Um, Am I going to be too disappointed to see it go? It's a tough one. Feels like it's dead, probably past it, like you mentioned. So, uh, but any pub closing is never a good sign, I suppose. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never glad to hear of a pub closing, particularly. Um, but it's not somewhere I'd been in for a long, long time, years and years. Mm. Um, and even if I'd been back in that time, I probably only went in for a couple of pints. It wasn't. You know, it was never a local. It was never somewhere I'd spent time and money. Um, and I think, you know, that, that particular part of town, it is right near the train station. It's right near the football stadium. It should get a bit of passing trade, but it it's only sort of seasonal. It's it's of a certain, you know, like at the weekend when they're playing at home or... Yeah, um, that's it. You know, for, if you came from the train station and you were coming for business or, you know, whatever you'd have to pass three or four other pubs to get to that one. So you'd probably mm. already have stopped off and you wouldn't go that far down. And it that was the difficulty. Never, it never felt to me that it was, some people might tell you otherwise, I guess people who, who were going into these pubs a little bit more, but it never felt to me that it was outstanding enough to distinguish itself from those other two or three pubs that you pass. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, some of the, some of these places um, you look at from the outside, you go in and you think, how is this place even still here? But it's got that kind of almost cult following online that like anyone that comes to this town or this place, you've got to go in there. You've got to try this. You've got, you know, you know what I mean? So yeah, it, was, it would, it never really managed to do that. So no. Um, and then the other kind of bigger news was more national was that Weatherspoons announcing price increases. Um, so we've, we've seen beer, the, the price of a pint increase uh, um, by about 50p in the past 12 months. And uh, even even Weatherspoon's sort of forecasting that there's going to be more increases um, and potentially we could be looking at an £8 pint very soon, which is quite, quite worrying, really. Is that even it? in Weatherspoon, this is that? Yeah, sounds like it. Wow. That's, that's with that's without any sort of intervention and help and right, yeah, yeah. New initiatives that the the government might just pull out their ass because they realise things are going wrong. You know yeah, I mean? that's that's wild. That is, um, yeah. So, like, I guess the other thing to say is that the towns local to us we haven't got a Weatherspoons. I know we mentioned it before. We haven't got a Weatherspoons anymore. No, uh, the whole building area got flattened, didn't it? And uh, well, actually, not that building because technically it's a listed building. Fun fact, but uh, yeah, the town that couldn't sustain a Weatherspoons, that's where we come from anyway. Which I, I admit, I'd made jokes on social media that if your town 
cannot sustain a Weatherspoons, then you are in real, real trouble. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's where we're at anyway. So, um, yeah. so I guess it's not doesn't affect us too much there. No, it's it's a it's an interesting sign, like because for all its faults, and there's quite a lot of faults with Weatherspoons. Sure, you'll admit. If I'm yeah trying to keep my uh, keep from getting my lefty hat on too much there, but um, <laughs> but the, yeah, generally what you will find with the weather spoons is though, if you're in a new place, don't really know what's going on, you can find a weather spoons. You're at least kind of you know it's it's not a bad place to start. It's kind of like a safe sort of base to, to yeah start exactly. Your, you know yeah. you're gonna you know what you're gonna get pint like you know half yeah. decent pint. It's not gonna cost yeah. the earth. Yeah, it if wasn't. You want to get something to eat as well. It wasn't that long ago we were talking about. A, uh, was it ninety nine p pint of Ruddles from uh, Weatherspoons? I think them days might be gone now. Reading this news, yeah, almost certainly. That's so. Again, that's the other thing. Of must have been maybe two years ago now. But I was in London, and like obviously everybody knows what London prices for a pint are. But there was a you could get a pint of something very average, but it was a pint of beer in a Weatherspoons for one ninety nine in London. This was only a couple of years ago. So you know I mean they've got the what you will. They've got the place and that's why they've been around for so long and they've figured out the market and people use them, people drinking them. Um I've I've drank that's them it. and I probably still will in the future. Yeah. So I can't be too much of a snob. Um but yeah kind of worrying times for um beers and uh, places to drink and brewers people that run these pubs and clubs and everything else but you know like i say we will bring you some beer news we're not always going to be cutting edge um but i don't want to always be negative but it's just kind of where we're at at the moment at this moment in time it's, it's a weird one because it does feel like beer only makes the news when it is something negative yeah, yeah, yeah. So tough, tough one, that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of rounds us up. Um, like I said, we will we will have more episodes. We've got uh, kind of like a at least a season one in the pipeline. We've got um, plenty of stories we can bring to you and tell to you. But what I would like to do, um, if there's any listener that would like to get involved, is um, share some of your stories. So... Um, almost like agony aunt style. You can send us some stories, some scenarios, some things that have happened to you in the pub. Make them up if you want. If you want to make that effort and send it to us, do that. We will discuss them and kind of talk through our situation and how we would deal with it. And I think that would be quite interesting as well to fill out some episodes. Um, so it's not just us sat reminiscing about old stories we can kind of do um every up every other episode and we might get three or four seasons out of this idea because don't forget we're a bit older now um we're married we don't get to go out as often um feel sorry for us yeah uh, so these stories aren't recreated we're not getting new ones all of the time um as as frequently anyway um so we'll finish off with uh plug time aaron Plug your social media, your podcast. Tell us where you're at. Yes. So uh, I am at Aaron Lewis 33 on Twitter. Um, 
everything is on there. And then you can also get me Last Jedi on left, I think it is. There's no the in it on Instagram, but the podcast is the Last Jedi, Last Jedi on the Left podcast. Um, it's basically a podcast for all things film. Um, people can, if you're ever interested in coming on, let me know because uh, I'm always welcome to having guests on there as well. We talk about favorite films or films that you like. Um, yeah. Very good. Um, for this podcast, we've, uh, we are Tales from the Social Club podcast. Um, Tales from the Social Club, will you will find us in the uh, uh, podcast feeds. Um, Jamie's Man Cave on Instagram is where we're at at the moment. Uh, Jamie's Man Cave on YouTube, and we will have some visual stuff going on on YouTube for this podcast, whether that's clips or full episodes. I haven't quite decided yet. And on Twitter, I think you will find us still on um, Tales from the Social Club. So you can find us there. You can find me doing my separate stuff, which I will link, Talking Dad, which is all uh, dad-related parenting-type content as well. And uh, I think that's a podcast. Will that do us? Should we say cheers? Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you in the next one. Last order's at the bar, please.